When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, a typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Into apartheid, he's uh-huh. going to start telling Jews to get in the oven because right. he's taking it. There are, do they are they not aware? Oh, and the other thing that this business of of you know you should never let a billionaire have total control of a social media uh, platform. Have they not been paying attention to who owns most of these social media platforms? They're freaking billionaires. They're just uh-huh. hairier ones who don't bathe. You know, that they're just hippie uh, billionaires. They're not like Elon, but they're billionaires. It's, God, this is so obnoxious. It is obnoxious. I'm thankful for it. I'm I'm thankful for it. Uh, To use Mark Ruffalo's words, it's a gift. Because maybe now people, uh, and I think people have been waking up to this, if you look at the latest polling numbers on the Biden administration and and Democrats in general, I think this shrill freakout over Twitter is really going to wake a lot of people up to how ridiculous these people are. That yep. this is we got a war in Ukraine, we have we have an open border, people are paying buttloads of money for a gallon of gas, and this is what their prime issue is. This is the end of democracy. This is what they're freaking out over. They're they're just giving us if we don't if, if there isn't a landslide election in November for the Republicans, it's it's solely the Republicans fault. Right. There there should be no way they should lose out in November based upon what these idiots are doing, man. <laughs> I um I I have wow. said this before, but I said it to last half hour to uh to John Hayward. I said I I I don't know what Elon's politics are. I think he leans a little bit to the left, a little bit more to uh, maybe even a libertarian position on some things. I think he looks it looks at his politics issue by issue, right? So right. he's not I, I'm not thinking he's some great conservative savior coming in to save conservatives oh, or anything like that. But what he is is he's a disruptor and he has disrupted their entire narrative that they get to control what everybody hears and what everybody sees and that's what they're freaked out about. And if if for no other reason, if this thing I don't care from here on out how it turns out, you said yesterday, you don't care what he does with the damn thing. He can shut it off as far as you're concerned. I agree, because what he has done, he's already served his purpose by exposing them for the complete and utter nut jobs, the wackos, that they truly are. As Joy Reid said, you know, he wants to throw people in the ovens again. <laughs> Remember when when Joe Biden said he wants to put you black folks Ooh. back in change again? Remember when Joe Biden said that about Donald Trump? Well, here oh, you've got God. Sonny Hostin. Sonny Hostin on The View, as right. you say, making women look stupid now for 25 years. Uh, the View, Sonny Hostin says, well, this thing with Elon and Twitter is all about giving free speech to straight white men. That's what she said. <laughs> oh, 
God. These people are idiots. coming to get you. All us straight white men are coming to get you. Boogie, boogie, boogie. We're going to be on your doorstep there any minute now, and we're just going to take you. Those straight white dudes are coming for you, and we're bringing Jesus with us, and Jesus is going to kick your ass. I mean, they're, right. they're just the most ridiculous human beings. They really are, man. We've got our I know a lot of Jesus. straight. Look, I know a lot of straight white dudes. They're the most like non-fearful. Pe- I mean, like I'm 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 more scared of the guy wearing the black eyeliner in the bathroom than right. I am of your average straight white male. He's just he's just you know going to church every Sunday. Okay, the the idiots that want to shut down free speech genuinely and who want to control my freaking life, every single aspect of it. Okay, right. those are the people this country should be concerned about because they're the people that think an open border is freaking great. Yeah. They're the people who hate free speech. They're the people that love a crappy economy and violence in the streets because it serves them politically. And they're concerned about straight white dudes. Well, you Straight know what? white dudes are some of the most boring people I've ever met in my life. They're not That's my point. at all. That is the point is that here's what I – and I'm a straight white dude. Here's what I want. Right. You, you stay in your lane. I'll stay in mine. Leave me the right. hell alone. I'll leave you alone, and let's just go on through life. How does that sound? I'm a straight Perfect. white dude. I'm not interested. If you want to wear makeup, wear makeup. Just do it over there. Don't bring it over here where I am. That's all I care about. That's it. You're the one, as the weirdo, the freak of, of the world, you're the ones trying to bring that crap in my life and trying to force it upon me, telling me I've got to believe it too. Just leave me alone. Just leave well, that, me the hell alone it's like when the mask thing with the airplanes and public transportation got shot down and they were out there screaming that straight white dudes and anti-maskers are not going to be beating people up with masks right the hell they are it's just like you said like i don't care if you wear a mask whatever wear nine masks wear a (laughs) halloween mask i don't care just don't force my ass to wear a mask that's it all right just leave that's me alone. Whole, that's Elon's. Look, politically, I think he's more probably because I'm I'm an issue by issue guy too, and you me know too. that. I think Elon yep. is probably more along the, those. I think you're right. I don't think he's either. I, I think he cares about freedom, because if you're a true capitalist and innovator, freedom should be the one Bingo. thing you care about more than anything else. Bingo. You know, so I, they're so terrified of him. It's brilliant. Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, because because he's a, he's a disruptor, and he here's the yeah. funny thing: get, get ready to laugh because this is just great, man. So he throws a bomb in their world. I mean, you know, and blows up their world, and then he gets on his airplane because you can track his airplane, and he right. flies down to SpaceX that night <laughs> after making a forty-four billion dollar deal, and that night he's not even thinking about them. Now he is working on a valve leak solution for his Raptor jet engines. So he goes, he leaves all that. He he blows up the Twitterverse world, man, and just throws throws the lefties in a tizzy. And he flies down to SpaceX, puts the lab coat on, and he Jeez, actually goes wow. into the lab and starts working on the Raptor jet engine to solve the valve leak issue that they have. He's doing and, it. And, He's and his people it. like Elon, they're going crazy. Crazy. What? Look, I'm busy here. That's I'm it. Fixing a valve thing. Exactly. <laughs> you know, he just rolls with his life, man. I think it's badass. That's great. Look, I gotta go. I got a valve thing I gotta deal with. Okay, see ya. Can I get a receipt on that Twitter thing, please? Uh, and, by, and by the way, by the way, to, to Joy Reid and Sonny Huston and all these people that are yeah. talking racism and Elon's is great racist and all that. Um, it's his space company that's putting the first black female into space right now as we speak. Ooh. This very minute. No, she's yeah. not really black, Trey. 
No, she's actually a white supremacist. You know, black people who are supported by Republicans like Elon and straight white men, they're not really black, Trey. That's true. They're, they're, they're That's actually, true. you could be black and be a white supremacist, too, you know. Oh, 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 God. I hate them all. I can't stand them. They're, I'm trying to walk with Jesus, and I got these people in my life every day. You know, <laughs> when you were just making that sound, you sounded like Jeffrey Tubin. Be careful with that. Okay, okay, Ooh. okay. Okay, okay, I okay. Okay, okay. All right. Um, well, who, who's ready? Now? That was a great show. That's what? it. Who's ready for a major tax increase? We'll talk a little bit about that when we continue. And, hey, Joe, where's the 5.2 mil? We, we, we're kind of interested. And since you got a bunch of tranny stuff you want to talk about today, I, I've got some stories. I was kind of waiting for the kids to be in a school because some of it's sensitive. Right. I don't care. I, we, we can talk about it anyway. Right. Um, and, and a point I, I made earlier uh, on the show that we'll bring up here in a couple of minutes as well as where and Rima continue. Over at Broadway Vascular, Dr. Dallas Broadway, he is known around the world as an authority now in outpatient vascular procedures. Uh, for people who suffer from poor circulation, the pain that you go through, just trying to get a good night's sleep, it's almost impossible. And then, of course, I haven't even mentioned the leg ulcers and, and everything else that can happen to you. Well, our friends over at Broadway Vascular, uh, Dr. Dallas Broadway, can reverse poor circulation, restoring great circulation into your limbs and, well, and great health as well. If you have diabetic neuropathy, you know how painful and how dangerous that can be. Many times, diabetic neuropathy leads directly to amputation. Before that happens, before it gets that radical, talk to my friend, Dr. Dallas Broadway at Broadway Vascular. It's a free consultation. It's covered by insurance. His procedure is FDA approved and all the safety that goes along with that. And then it's just time to find out if you are a candidate to have your poor circulation corrected by Dr. Dallas Broadway. He works every day to keep people healthy and out of the hospital. He's at the corner of Blanco Road and Loop 410 and on the phone at 210-465-7015. AccuWeather forecast. Well, I hope it gets a little boring for a little while. Looks like it will. Clouds and sun today. High near 80. Tomorrow, areas of low clouds. Partly sunny, breezy. At, at participating U.S. Wendy's. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. It doesn't matter what the Koch brothers say or do at the end of the day. We are going to win and we are going to transition over. It's just, are we going to do it in a in a graceful way or are we going to do it being kicked and kicking and screaming? Okay, it's, it's wearing Rima, Trey Ware, Sean Rima, KTSA. Sean, I just want to throw a couple of things at you and get you just to tear them apart and riff on sure. it. Is that cool? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Monday, when Jack was in for you, he told a story. I didn't get to hear it all, so I'm going to have to paraphrase because I was doing those recordings for our 100-year thing, right. but I, I, I heard enough of the setup. So he said he had received from a parent in Northside, an elementary, elementary student, a, a problem that's been given to the students to uh, discuss. And the problem went something like this. Again, I'm paraphrasing. Uh, but Mario uh, is concerned because Mario has his friends and his parents' support in his change. They are calling him by his new name and his new pronoun, and they are very supportive. But his grandparents are not. His grandparents continue to call him by his birth name and refer to him 
by his birth, uh, gender, and sex, which is actually Melanie or Melody, because you see, Mario was born a girl, but then realized at a very young age that she was actually a he. So what should Mario do when he sees his grandparents this weekend, and how should he handle his grandparents? Of course, my thought when I heard Jack set that up was, let's call the superintendent, Brian Wood, and let's ask him if he knows this crap is going on in the elementary schools right. in, in Northside. The second thing for you to rip on here, um, and I just had this thought because you and I have been through the sexual harassment training. We have to do it. It's a corporate thing. CBS, when they owned us, they had us walking through the hallways looking at our shoes because even looking at somebody could have been misinterpreted as, as sexual harassment. So if you go to a cubicle in, in the building, any building, a bank or whatever, and you start talking sex the way that teachers and administrators and counselors talk sex to five- and six-year-olds, if you do that to a coworker, then HR is going to call you down, and you're going to be hit with sexual harassment and you're going to have to do the sensitivity training and you're going to have to write the letters of apology adult can't do it to adult but in the schools when they do it to children suddenly that's important that's needed that's necessary what do you think about that well first off on the mario thing okay here's how you treat your grandparents this weekend if this is a real situation treat them with love and respect they're not going to be around forever all right, that's what you do. You you get out. You know, is somebody tell the you get out of your own thing, man or woman or whoever you are, and you treat your grandparents with respect and love because again, they're not going to be with you on planet Earth for very long. Uh, the the gender thing, you know, I, I've known a lot of people from that community over the years. Uh, again, I maintain there's gay and straight. There ain't nothing else. This, this, the, the transgender community has been weaponized politically. And if, if your entire, and, and it's sick that they're bringing the kids into this. And, and it's, it is complete grooming. It is about, you know, normalizing this stuff. But as far as adult transgendered people, okay, if your entire freaking self worth depends on what pronoun other people use in reference to you, if your entire self worth and, and understanding of your place on planet Earth depends on which freaking bathroom you pee in. You do ha you're the one with the issues. You're the one with the issues because normal, well balanced, psychologically balanced, emotionally balanced people, okay, don't depend on pronouns and bathrooms for their self worth. No, no. They 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 decide that stuff for themselves, and the world be damned. Okay, that that's kind of where I am in my life. It's like I don't give a crap see, what you think about me, and I don't need your. In other words, if you require that validation so badly from other people, you know what? Yeah. It ain't about you being transgendered. It's about right. something else. And you're, you're full of crap. Up. You're yeah. full of crap, and leave the kids well, so out of it. If I were to take the script that that these teachers and administrators, or whoever, are using with five and six year olds, and I were to take it into the radio station and go to some oh, yeah. girl's cubicle and just say the exact same words, you know, be I'd be stomping off down to Brenda's office or Lance's office or whoever's You'd be office. Fired, I'd be over with. Yes, you'd be fired. Yes, yeah. yes. You would. I mean, yes. in this world, you wouldn't. I mean, and it's a good. I, I don't think it's a bad thing. Uh, you know, in fact, I was having a conversation with my wife about this, about the way things used to be in the workplace. I mean, I don't think a lot of this HR stuff is bad that women especially are protected in the workplace and people in general. I think it's a good thing. But it's being, you know, th this business that you, you can talk these things to little kids. Right. Five and six and seven-year-olds. And right. somehow it's magically different. And it's somehow magically not a crime or 
Because to me, it's a crime. It's it's if you're talking Absolutely. sex to a five or six or seven year old, if you do that outside the school, you are committing a crime. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and, and uh, that notwithstanding what you can and can't say in the workplace, you're absolutely right. If I went down the hallway there at the station and started talking to any of our female colleagues, and you, that's a great point, and just said the exact same stuff that these people are saying to, to little kids, I'd be fired too, and well, I should be. So, And, and, and it's, it's – look, here's what I think also, just one more thing to toss in here. Sure. I think it's going on a hell of a lot more than any of us realize. Yes, yes, yes. And so the point is, like you just said, you're fine with it in the workplace as far as the uh, the HR rules and the protection sure. of women. We're, we're, yeah, absolutely. We're now in a place where we need the same kind of HR protections for our children, and that's what DeSantis did in Florida. That's my point. Yeah, right. And he's anti-gay and gay, 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 and it's like, oh, you schmucks! You don't even, you don't even know what you believe. See, that's the problem. Is and I, you know, the the morons on that side of things, don't read, don't research. They just go nope. with whatever they're told to believe. We talked yesterday about how they all. The one thing about Democrats is they all stay on point. They all say the same crap. And eighty, I would say eighty to ninety percent of the people that are saying the same crap haven't read a single article about it. Haven't read whatever bill is being discussed or in controversy. Right. They don't know. Mark Ruffalo is a freaking idiot. Okay, yeah, he doesn't total, even understand total. his own opinions, and and he represents a lot of them. They just well, DeSantis is anti-gay, so we must be because that's you know. That's what uh, Jen Psaki said, you know, and that the stupid people will, if this country, if we lose this country, we will lose this country because of stupid people. Stupidity. (laughs) Well, okay, so so one final thing. Uh, They will be talking about Elon Musk wanting to throw people into ovens, right? Because Joy Reid said it to him. Joy Reid said it to him. Right. So, you know, Miss Joy said it. That means Elon is out there and wanting to throw people into ovens. Okay, we'll take a quick break. We'll come right back. More Wear and Rhyme coming up for you. Uh, You know, Arthritis Relief Centers helps you get rid of arthritis pain. If you suffer from arthritis pain, you're feeling bad. I know. I know what that feels like. I, me too. Been there. Done that. And uh, I can tell you re- real relief is possible with our Arthritis Relief Centers of San Antonio. That cartilage is breaking down in your joints. It's not your fault. Nothing you necessarily did. Wear and tear over years gets you to that point. But Arthritis Relief Centers of San Antonio, they got a gel injection they put in there. And that gel replaces that cartilage. And the next thing you know, you got the mobility back. But the most important thing is you're not living with all that pain. My pain used to stay right around a 5 and jump up to a 10. Sometimes, you know, 10 was the top. But sometimes I felt like it was a 15, right? Well, if you're in that boat, too, call our friends at Arthritis Relief Centers of San Antonio and get a free no-obligation screening. A free no-obligation screening. Insurance covers this, by the way, and it's FDA-approved from Arthritis Relief Centers of San Antonio. 210-944-47. Hey there, it's Lars Larson. Glad to celebrate 100 years of service on News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. If you want to get rid of inflation, the only way to do it is to um, undo a lot of the Trump tax cuts and raise rates. No Republican is ever going to do that. So the only way to get rid of inflation is through reconciliation. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. I, I knew Lars was old. I didn't know he was 100 years old. That's, that's interesting. Lars um, Larson. <laughs> He's 100, 100 years of age. <laughs> yes, he just said. I'm celebrating 100 Larson, years. And I just heard 100 <laughs> years of age. 
I love him, by the way. Oh, he's great. I love he's him. Cool. We should call him. We'll wake him up. We should call him. Great guy. Hey, Lars, what's, how's it hanging, man? <laughs> uh, no, I, I call him. I call him from uh, from South Dakota in Sturgis because I'm wow. standing there, and a couple of guys walk up and said, "You're a radio guy, aren't you?" And I said, "How do you know that?" And he said, "Well, we listen to you guys up here," and he still does. He said, "Do you know Lars Larson?" I said, "Sure, I know him. Let's call him." So I called Lars and put him on the phone. Wow, with these guys. Yeah. That's anyway, funny. you were right. You were right. No doubt about it. The psychologist, psychiatrist took the stand yesterday, and she said, Amber Heard is nuts. <laughs> She's crazy. She is. He's a lunatic. Johnny's just weird, okay? He's just weird yeah. old drunk Johnny. He's always been that. But she's crazy, man. she got the look of the crazy in her eyes, man. You can see it. The insanity. So I didn't see any of that stuff yesterday. So the the, the, the dude, they actually had a psychologist say that she's nuts. Yeah. Well, she's got uh, some personality, two 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 personality uh, like you know, two disorders, and that she's got no. personalities Shock. that are yeah. And her history of get this histrionics is well known in the medical community apparently. <laughs> By this doctor no. that uh, examined her, that she has a history of histrionics. Hmm. No, I'm sure. I didn't hear that on that tape. Did you hear histrionics on that tape at all? <laughs> no. Don't tell him, Johnny. You go, Tom. You know, I mean, chick's nuts, man. I mean, sometimes you're just nuts. I, I know that that's offensive to some people, but I've had my own psychological issues over the years, and so I get to talk about it. Sometimes, you know what? People is just nuts. And and I think she's just nuts, Trey. I think she's just nuttier than a fruitcake. And 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 poor Johnny, just happened to do a movie with her, and and that's where his life went to crap. But you know, live and learn, John. You know, I, and I like Johnny. I, I like Johnny Depp. I mean, I he is weird. He's a weird guy. But the thing about Johnny Depp is, as an actor, he's always made really interesting choices. Like people talk about the pirate movies. But Johnny Depp, when he was 18, could have done all kinds of big studio movies you that would have made him, you know, buttloads of money. And, 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 but he always chose the smaller, weirder, artier movies. Mm -hmm. And so I've always kind of respected him about that. You know, he didn't really become Johnny until he, he, he happened to do the pirate movie, and it was the first mm -hmm. big studio movie he did, really. Huge. Yeah. And uh, nobody could have seen, you know, how that would have taken off. So, and I, and not to keep rambling here, but but we again we had a conversation about this, my wife and I, and she made a she came up with a point. She's like, you know, Amber kept working. Uh, you know, she got the Aquaman movie, which was a huge Marvel movie. She made a sure crap load of money off it. Johnny did lose the pirate franchise because of that that article. And when you're Johnny Depp and you lose a pirate movie, you lose tens of millions of dollars. Now, they're both filthy, stinking rich, and from our perspective, I get it that, you know, well, oh, poor him. But still, he did lose work as a result of that of that article. Of that By article, yeah, evidence, sure. You know? Absolutely. So he does no, sort no, of my mind. Case. Right, yeah, you know, but but you know he's recovered a lot of that too. Where he's he's back on the circuit being Jack Sparrow. He does the appearances as Jack Sparrow now sometimes, occasionally, or he was, you know, up until the, the trial got started and everything. But you know that franchise did make him a, a billionaire and uh, literally kind of overnight. You're right. He he was doing the weirdo stuff, 
And then when this thing lit, he went, "Oh, I'm all in. You know, I'm all, I'm gonna I'll be all well, about this. Why not? This. You know, I mean, yeah, well, of it's, course. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not no, I'm not criticizing oh, yeah. him for it. absolutely. Because but well, like I, we said, I tell you what, he got to do it the, his way too. He got to right. play the character his way. He got total. Freedom. Well, and, and he did it exactly the way it should have been done, right? I mean, that right. was that was exactly how that character. And and so you look back on it, you go, nobody else could have done that. That was right. absolutely the right guy for that character. Um, also, uh, Alec Baldwin, some more tape about him uh, yesterday. Just real quick, since we're doing pop culture stuff, just touching sure. on. Um, first thing he asked for after the shooting was a cigarette. He he, yeah. he said, "I'm shaking my hands, shaking so bad." And uh, he was sitting there, and he um, asked one of the guys that worked in the crew, what you got? And the guy said, I got a Marlboro Medium. And he said, give it to me now. And I got the video of him just sitting there. His hands are shaking. Of course they're shaking. He just killed somebody. Right, you know, So right. you, you are going to be shaking like that. But more and more of that stuff is starting to come out. And, uh, and sure, there's going to be lawsuits that are going to fly, and more of this information is coming out. But more and more of that video is, is becoming uh, available as well. So. That's all. Well, the sheriff, uh, the Santa Fe sheriff said, look, this is an ongoing investigation, and as far as who's guilty and who's going to be charged, no one is, is off the hook yet. This is an open investigation. We're looking into everything, you know, and no one is, in other words, there's there's no one involved in this project who has already been determined as being completely innocent, you know. So, Alec, you know, you're still on the hook, baby, uh, for this thing. He may not you believe know- that, but, you know. Geraldo said, said something on the five yesterday, and you comment on this. Um, he he, and I I've I felt this way from the beginning. Somebody put a live round in that in that gun, and uh, yeah. somebody hasn't told the truth about who put that live round in that gun, and. Geraldo said it, and I'll say it too, and it's just my opinion. I, I'm not saying somebody did it on purpose. But there's a really good chance that there is a there has been a crime, not just by accident or omission, but an active crime that was committed there, for whatever reason. You know, we talked about it early on, Sean, how the crew was was really ticked off. They they weren't getting paid, and they were you know the the, the safety had been neglected, and all that. Crew was mad. These people were mad. Those people were mad. You know, there were people that may have had motive to, to commit a crime, and that's why the sheriff is being very meticulous and taking his time right. in this people want this investigation wrapped up and the sheriff is taking his time and that's why because right. if there was an actual active crime that was committed and we're looking at a homicide or something like that you need to you need to dot all the 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 i's you know well what what changed my mind about it because it, early on i was like well you know i think they just didn't follow protocols they got sloppy but what changed my mind is when the armorer said she you know there were live rounds in that gun, but there were also dummies because she claimed she shook the gun and heard the the dummies have these little metal beads, so right. that they make a noise so you know there's dummies in there. What she right. failed to do was open the actual barrel and look inside to see that they were there was so it was a mix apparently allegedly of dummies and live rounds, and there shouldn't have been any live rounds anywhere near that set. Like that's pretty standard as I understand it. Uh, so I don't know, but I, I I think you're right. I think he's right to be extremely meticulous in this investigation because something's screwed up, man. This is more than just oh, we're a low budget operation and and you know things got slack. You know, I, I'm not buying that anymore. Uh, and plus, I'm I'm not buying anything Alec Baldwin says. I think he's entirely <laughs> full of crap. <laughs> 
you know, he's, he's such a <laughs> jackass. He's the worst. He All really right, uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll, we'll do the, the days that are coming up for you next here on KTSA. So we had a couple of days of really good, solid rain for most of the area. If you had really good, solid rain at your house, not everybody got it, but if you did or you got some of the wind that blew through here, call Stevens Roofing right now at 210-785-0994. Stevens Roofing will do a free roof inspection on your home and tell you if you have any damage from the other day. If you do have damage, they'll talk about repairs or replacement to take care of that damage. If it's an insurance claim, they will meet with your insurance company there at your property to show them what's wrong with your roof. True professionals and family over at Stevens Roofing, San Antonio family at Stevens Roofing, taking care of San Antonio families just like yours. But don't let another go day go by without scheduling a free, no-obligation roof inspection from Stevens Roofing just to make sure everything's going to be good because, you know, it'll be May soon, and May means those uh, spring storms that come through here sometimes crop up out of nowhere. And Stevens Roofing has your family covered at 210-785-radio. San Antonio, Texas. Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Come on, Mr. Rhymer. What day is it anyway? Huh? Well, it's Wednesday because, you know, and I'm a little surprised by that because I haven't worked a Monday in two weeks. So I'm a, I'm a day <laughs> off. I will be working this Monday, just so you know, Trey. I will be we working this Monday. We were talking about that. It's amazing how your doctor's appointments are always on a Monday or a Friday. You get three days. Odd that. <laughs> hey. <laughs> See, well, it's true. Oh, I'm kidding, um, man. I'm kidding. No, I know. I'm just messing with you. Um, Let's see. It's April, what is it, 27th? Uh, it is uh, Babe Ruth Day, and I'm a baseball fan, so that's cool. Babe was the babe, man. And he knew how to party. He knew how to party. Did you Have you ever seen the pictures <laughs> of him in front of the Minger Hotel downtown? Uh, I believe I have, yeah. Yeah, very I cool. I believe I have. Um, it's Morse Code Day. Glasgow is probably the one person that's going to think that. Chris, you love Morse code. You know Morse Morse code. <laughs> he does. He thinks in Morse code, and uh, and I don't understand it at all. Uh, what's SOS mean? What is it, Chris? Save our ship. Oh, maybe he's you know not there. Um, Save National, our ship. What is it? Name our ship. Okay. What is it? Save our ship. Save our ship. Uh, it ought to be save my ass. Anyway, uh, here well, we go next. That, I mean, he said <laughs> SOS, save my ass. But in, in the navy, in the navy, it rhymes with ship, but it's not ship. <laughs> oh, it's save, save our. I got you. Save our. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's uh, National Devil Dog Day. You know what a Hello, devil, devil dog, dog is? Mm-hmm. Those are delicious. Uh, it's Denim Day. Uh, and since I only wear my flannel jammies, I, I don't really wear denim anymore, but maybe eventually. And and this is my favorite, National Prime Rib Day. Um, now, I, 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 I want to bring it up because I think it's kind of an inter- interesting question. I might even bring this up a little later on in my show, too, in that if you are a meat eater and you love a good steak, what's your favorite cut? For years... I loved a good prime rib, and that's all yeah. I would get was a massive a prime rib with the horseradish, you know, and the, mm-hmm. and the juice and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. The older I've gotten, though, the more I'm I'm more of a ribeye or a, or a sirloin guy now. I, mm-hmm. I, I rarely get prime rib, and I, I I don't know why that is. 
Mm-hmm. How about you? What's your favorite color? Uh, well, uh, Nancy, I can tell you, is prime rib most of the time because she does. She loves the Oz Just too, uh right. on it, and and she's a horseradish gal, man. Hotter the better right. on a horseradish for her. Not me so much. I'll I'll have it if we're somewhere and that's what they're offering. But no, 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 no. I'm prime. I'm, I'm a ribeye all the way, baby. <laughs> oh, man. Bone I in, bone out. Eye. Tomahawk, I don't care. Give me the ribeye. I know how to cook it. I know how to get it just right where it just falls apart when you hit it with the with the fork and and knife. I love ribeye, man. Love them. Yeah, I love a good mm. ribeye. I, I like a good a New York strip steak. You know, I just I don't know what happened. I think I just ate way too much prime rib when I was younger, mm-hmm. and I just burnt out on it. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, it is a great cut of beef, obviously. You know, I don't like fillets because it's great, but it's so damn small. <laughs> the most expensive, <laughs> the most expensive cut of beef. <laughs> It's yeah. just a tiny little thing, you know, and it's right. like, I need more meat than that, man. I ain't paying $50 for that little tiny chunk of nothing. I have a friend that cooks really good fillets, and he brought right. it to the table one night. You know, we were over there, and I said, who you going to feed with that? You going to bet that? That's enough for my big toe. <laughs> I, don't, I, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't going to pay that much money for that dinky little thing, man. That's a meatball. Uh-huh. I, mean, I don't care how good it is, man. And uh, anyway, now I'm hungry. Now I want to stay. Yeah. How you are? Well, you know what we did the other night? I, 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 I'm a hamburger guy, right? right? I just love a good hamburger. Like right. Chris is a sandwich guy. I could do hamburger every day. Right. So we, we had done some stuff around the house here. I guess it was Saturday. And uh, what are you going to do for dinner? I don't know. I don't know. I plan. I plan. Let's go to Jim's, and I'm going to grab a Frontier Burger right up the road. So we cruised on up to Jim's, sat underneath my brother's picture of his race car, and uh, had the uh, had the Frontier Burger and the uh, and uh, onion rings. Mm-hmm. Slap your grandma good, man! I hadn't done that in so long. <laughs> That's good. Slap your grandma so good. I eat chicken nuggets every day, Trey. That's all I eat is chicken nuggets every you day. You were talking I about that, the nuggets. Dino Nuggets? I'm like, a, I'm like a, no, I don't eat those. Those are for kids. I eat the nuggets. <laughs> like there's a difference. It's all breaded chicken. I eat ch- I'm like a nine-year-old, man. I just live on chicken nuggets. And I get me some Chick-fil-A Polynesian sauce. I get me a bottle of that. I dip my, chick- I dip my nuggets in the Polynesian sauce. Did I tell you about the Chick-fil-A the other day? day. <laughs> what? We were going to have Chick-fil-A delivered. Uh-huh. Two sandwiches, two fries, and the drinks, $35. Hey, look, remind me to talk about something next hour as far as getting food delivered to your place. Because okay. we, we got screwed the other week on that. There's okay. a scam out there, but I'll tell you about it. We'll jump into it coming up. More Warren Rima coming up. Yesterday. What, how freaking pointless was that, man? I, I, t- I switched over to House MD and watched, you know, episodes yeah, of reruns of House MD that are 10 years, 20 years old, you know. It's just pointless. Mayorkas, Austin, they, they, they're pointless. They're the most unimpressive yeah. human beings. You know, it's like Blinken. They, they, they never have more unimpressive human beings occupied the White House, I think, in our entire history. There's not one of them that has any distinguishing quality whatsoever. No. At all. And Austin is just, uh, you know, a tool, basically. He's, he's, a, he's a chess piece. He doesn't think on his own. I, I, you know, he, he's, he's told what to think, very obviously, like they all are. And they just sit there and they mumble their way, all of them. Have you noticed that all of them mumble horribly? Oh, Like terrible. they don't even believe the crap they're saying, you know, but they're just saying it because that's what they're supposed to say. 
You know, it's it's pathetic, man. I didn't watch it. Well, I, I you watched just a little up, of that crap yesterday and then turned it. I had to get out. You, you just brought up Blinken. I, I want to mention something here because, uh, you know, the investigation into Hunter and, and now his dad is fully roped in on this thing with, with Hunter. Right. Uh, you, you got this guy that was going up to see Joe when Joe was vice president, and initially they told us 19 times. Well, guess what? Strike that. It's up to 27 times now. That dude was going to the uh, White House when Joe was vice president. He was Hunter's right. business partner. Oh, but I never talked to Hunter about anything. You know, I, I didn't talk right. to him about his business. Okay, t- Tony Bobolinsky told us that Joe was the big guy. He could, took 10%, like the mafia boss, takes 10% right off the top, man. Right. Take 10% off. Okay, Gotta pay you so now we're fine. <laughs> Yes, exactly, exactly. And now we're finding out all this is true because we're, you know, they're uncovering the emails on all this. There's five point two million dollars that Joe made that he didn't report under the transparency disclosures. So there's a big discrepancy of five point two million. That's a lot of money between what he filed with the IRS and what he filed with the uh, government on his transparency notes. That was uncovered in the emails as well. But something else pretty interesting: an eight hundred thousand dollar payment that joe made joe made to hunter's company to pay for like legal fees etc etc well if joe's not discussing his business you know hunter's business with him then what's he doing giving him eight hundred thousand dollars are you going to give somebody eight hundred thousand dollars and not discuss it with them right no i mean right. it, it's an absurd thought you know i mean and this guy shows up over 20 times what they're talking about golf you know what are they what are they talking about you know what the sad thing is though ain't nothing going to happen right, no ain't right. nothing going to happen right if this were donald trump and everything were equal he'd already be in jail ain't nothing going to happen to any biden over this stuff not with this bunch of yahoos ain't going cuz they're all connected and and you know this, this is this is the Biden way. He's been he's been at this his entire adult life, enriching yeah. himself and his own family through his political That's office. That's right. That's right. And then you know, I don't believe he sees anything wrong with it. And as far as the eight hundred was it eight hundred thousand dollars? You said eight hundred grand. Uh, yeah, eight hundred grand. I mean, it, it is kind of interesting, and why more Democrats who claim to be against you know a, a elitist establishment corruption. Why it doesn't bother them that the guy who can't shut up about rich people paying their fair share apparently doesn't himself. You know, I, th- there's a lot of Democrats, high-profile prof- high Democrats over the past few years that we found out don't pay what, what they owe in their taxes. But that oddly doesn't bother any Democrats for some strange reason. It's just rich, again, rich, yeah. you know, rich straight white men who need to pay their fair share. So let me throw this one over the plate and let you swing at this one. So, you know, we talk about the permanent establishment in D.C. The faces change. They change the furniture. They rearrange the furniture a little bit. But um, you've got the permanent establishment that is there, and they're there all the time. That's why Trump had such a hard time at the beginning, because he was... He was fighting the permanent establishment. He called it swamp inside of D.C. These are the people that actually yeah. run the show, right? You know, the right. the public people, people that we see, they change, but there's a permanent class that's always there. So this guy from Hunter's uh, company, who was meeting with Joe in the West Wing and other places while Joe was vice president, we all know about the Ukrainian thing where he went over there and threatened Ukraine. You're going to lose a billion dollars unless you get off my son's back. We know about that. But guess who he was meet? This guy was meeting with when he would go to the White House. Very interesting. Somebody named Aaron Blinken. Hmm. Who's Aaron Blinken? This is <laughs> when Joe familiar. was vice president. Aaron.
Aaron Blinken happens to be married right. to Anthony Blinken, who is today's Secretary of State. Oh, right. interesting. Well, they are though. They're they're a bunch of cockroaches. They're 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 established. They're in the woodwork. They're, they're they've been there forever. You know, this country is run in back rooms and and, and double dealing. It really is. And 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 family relationships. I mean, you got legacy folks who. Joe, Joe Biden was basically raised to be president. He's like Obama. He was raised to be president. His entire life was about eventually becoming president because of, of the swamp, and, and they, that's how they remain in power. And, and it's, it's really that shallow that, that Democrats sort of set the dealio and Republicans wimp out behind the scenes. Uh, and and, and the, the, the swamp, the establishment, they do, man. They, they run everything. So you know, it, it it it's when you really kind of think about it, it gets really extraordinarily depressing, because this pretty much every government on planet Earth is corrupt in some way, but the fact that ours is this corrupt in this way, given how this government was designed and what right. it was intended to be, right. is depressing as hell. And Trump did right. he he shined he he brought light to the cockroaches and they scattered. They didn't know where to go suddenly in the light when they were dragged out of the dark out of the darkness. Right. But we all saw it. We all know it's there. Now, that's the only mm-hmm. thing that's different. We all know that it's there. So I think it's time for a little rope and dope. Let's find out why this uh, associate of uh, 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 of Hunter Biden's going to the White House while Joe is vice president, meeting with Joe and meeting with Evan uh, Blinken, now secretary of state wife. Jeez. And what are the connections there? Um all right, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, Sean's going to share with you a food delivery scam. Boy, I got scammed. <laughs> That's coming up. Pecos Fence Company, best in Texas to deal with all of your fencing needs, large, small, medium, you know, whatever, cedar. They do it all. I, I just had a neighbor put in beautiful steel fencing. Gorgeous. It is amazing. Well, they put a pool in. And you know what the laws are in the city or the rules are in the city. If you put in a pool, you got to have a, a fence around it. And uh, so uh, he put in this beautiful steel fence. And, you know, Pecos does that. They do, they do that all day long. they got great welders over there. So if you want to go with steel... Uh, certainly, they can you know design that, build that for you. They got great welders to do that job for you. If it's chain link that you want to do, or you need something more elaborate for your commercial project, you've got a business, you want to protect the building and some vehicles and whatever other assets you have on the property, they can build you a security fence or whatever. When you think fencing, make sure you're thinking about Pecos Fence Company at two ten six five five fifty six fifty six for Pecos Fence Company. AccuWeather forecast today, clouds, breaks of sun, high near 80. Tomorrow, areas of low clouds in 84. And then same thing. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. People recognize that the free enterprise system has a say in this. If people don't dig what Elon Musk is doing with Twitter, then you'll sign off and he'll he'll fail. If, if it goes the other way, as I suspect it will, then, uh, you know, he will have made another great deal. Well, that's Geraldo. <laughs> and I'm Geraldo. Trey and he's Sean. No one's Deek anymore, old boy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I loved it yesterday because uh, every time Greg was trying to answer the question, Geraldo kept, uh, it, you know, interrupting him. And he, and he finally said, look, um, I, the, will you let me finish? I just want to make this point. I keep getting interrupted by Al Capone's vault. Stop it. <laughs> you don't mess with Gutfeld, man. 
<laughs> it's true. The man. one thing I mean, I, I think you're he, he is getting on my nerves a little bit. You know, he's a little yeah. he's getting a little obnoxious. But you don't right. mess with him because he will take you down. <laughs> He'll ultimately. pin you to the mat. He will he pin will. you to the mat because he don't care. Um, so what happened? <laughs> what happened to your food? Oh, this you know just because we were talking about delivery. Uh, this happened a few weeks ago. And I'm not going to mention the delivery company name, but you know a lot Good of people idea. do this now, where they they have these delivery services since the pandemic that'll bring the food to your your door and mm-hmm. pay a little extra. Right. Actually, you pay a lot extra. It's not, it's not cheap actually to 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 do. And we've never done it before. We really haven't done this a lot. Normally, what we do is we go pick up food if we want it from a restaurant or what have you. So right. this time, my wife wasn't feeling well. We didn't feel like going anywhere, so we wanted some wings. We wanted some damn wings. And so we, we ordered some wings from our favorite wing place to have it delivered by one of these food delivery companies. Okay. Uh, and it was, it was, we got a lot of wings, man. We like our wings, Trey. We got a lot of wings. I sure. Mean, I, I, we, we don't get the bones, but, you know, we, we get a lot of mm-hmm. nugget type things. And okay. uh, apparently what happened, because we kept waiting, and uh, our delivery driver called my wife up and said, I don't, your food's, have you received your food? We're like, no. And the delivery driver said, it's not here. And apparently what happens, and this is happening more and more, is that folks will show up. I don't know how they know. They're either delivery drivers uh, or or what have you, but they'll show up at the place where you're getting your food. Say, Grab the hey, food I'm, and go. I'm, 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 and they'll just take the food and disappear. Yep. And it's a it, you're dealing with two different companies, and the only solution that we were told initially was to call the company up and tell them what happened. But that went nowhere. Thankfully, the manager of this wing place that we go to was cool and said, "No, you know what? I'm gonna re- that's not right. I'm gonna replace your food. You already paid for it." Because let me tell All you right. something, Trey. You want to see my wife go from zero to West Side in nine seconds? All right, you mess with her food; she's already paid for. <laughs> well, so Man, here's the deal. I, this was on this was on one of the TV stations the other night. This has been going on for a, a little bit of time. So this was on right. one of the TV stations, and they were covering it as well. Nancy and I, we've never done one of those third party food things. We always right. order from the company the, the, directly, and that's one of the reasons why I just don't, you know. The, the the third party thing, I guess it's okay, but I'd rather if I have an option, I'd just go to Chick Fil A and have Chick Fil A bring it to me. You know that kind of if, if that option exists. I was just blown away and uh, by by the prices now. It's it's like I was telling you last half hour. I mean, for two sandwiches and two you know fries, it was the it was a sandwich meal, the number one. It was thirty five dollars right. to have it delivered to the house, and I'm thinking that's just stupid. It took me, I, I, you know, when we saw the price, I, I threw a couple of eggs in the pan, threw some cheese on those eggs, a little bacon in there, and I chumbled it all up, and I had a, an egg omelet, and it was better. It was cost me about a dollar nineteen <laughs> to, to make, <laughs> and I had it faster than they could have brought me a, a chicken sandwich. Right. So, the, the food is just getting ridiculous for for what you get, and I'm making better food here than than what i could get if we ate out so we're essentially we're almost not eating out i told you went to jim's the other day for a burger but man we're not we're hardly going out anymore i and i can understand that because we now we do and we get a lot of food during the week you know not a lot but i mean we we get restaurant food quite a bit and a lot of it has to do with you know my wife works all day 
and a lot of times, you know, and I, you know, I get up early, and and you know, we, by the, my son works, and by the time everybody's home, we really don't feel like you know <laughs> cooking. So we do get we get restaurant food quite a bit, and it the prices have gone up. I've noticed huh. that. I mean, we have sort oh, of man. slowly started doing more stuff at home. Because when you do eat restaurant food quite a bit, you realize how much it's gone up, and it has. Crazy. Well, I'll give you we another got, example. We uh, got Whataburger last night, and it was, yeah. you know, I don't know what the hell it was, but it was like 45 almost 50 bucks for what we got. See? It wasn't a lot of food. Uh, we we did uh, Bill Miller's last week, and I love Bill right. Miller's, man. Bayless, Bayless Miller's been one of my great friends for years. And uh, so, I, you know, we ran around the corner of Bill Miller's. And I think I had a little barbecue plate, and I think she had chicken, the number four chicken thing, right? Right. So um, got the bill, man, and it was like uh, almost 30 bucks for the two of us for that. And I looked right. down at it, and I said, you got to be kidding me. That's what you're charging. Well, so <laughs> yesterday, right. I, I, I put on three huge chicken legs and did barbecue chicken legs yesterday. Right. She did her world-famous pinto beans. Mexican right. style pinto beans, and I think we had something else. And the, the total, I, I looked at that plate, and it was just gigantic food that I cooked here at the house. I didn't have to drive around the corner. I didn't have to get all dressed, you know. I didn't even put shoes on, and uh, and I had it, and, and plus didn't have to pay four dollar a gallon gasoline to get up there and back. And I probably, I, I think for for the two of us, we probably ate for maybe seven bucks. We bought those chicken. Right. We bought, we bought a big big package of chicken legs, Sean, for five dollars. For a big package of chicken legs, five bucks. Well, I mean, it's a smarter thing to do because it's it, the prices are going up, and uh, you know, it's 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 noticeable. I mean, even the grocery prices are going up, obviously, and so cooking at home is is much wiser <laughs> than you know hitting up these places because they do, man. Especially if you're having it delivered. First off, we ain't never doing that crap again, man. I can tell you. That yeah, right no, now. I got we that. We ain't never yeah. doing that third party delivery service thing again. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that industry has just cottage industry has just lost all you know, uh, at least one customer. But yeah, in general, the prices suck, man. <laughs> they do, and, and you're right. Some of the, you know, and I'm not again, I'm not going to name any places directly, but the qualities on some of these places uh-huh. that were usually fairly uh-huh. reliable in quality really is just not there like it used to be. Uh-huh. Just a few years ago, have you noticed? You've noticed that too. Oh yeah, and they've cut down on portion sizes too. So you, yeah. not only has the quality gone down, but the portion size has been like, here's a dollop. <laughs> no, wait a minute now. <laughs> We're in Texas. You know what I'm saying? Everything's got to be no bigger New here, Jersey. man. This ain't Jersey. <laughs> This ain't we California. Ain't ravioli. <laughs> That's right. You better you better bring the cow in here because I'm gonna finish half a beef by the time I'm done. I, All right, know, quick I break. Had, more wearing oh, rhyming. Yeah. Did you want to finish? Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish oh no, it. no, just very quickly. I have noticed that when you yeah. get takeout as opposed to when you're in the restaurant, the portions are smaller. I have noticed that in several places. Yeah. Anyway. All right, more wearing rhyming coming back in the next half hour. I got to tell you about Blue Bonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram in New Braunfels. I, I told you so many times about them. Ranked the number one volume sales Ram truck dealer in Texas year after year. When I was racing NASCAR, I drove a Dodge because I believed in the power and the reliability. I towed it with a Ram truck because <laughs> I believed in the power and the reliability of Ram. And so do they at Blue Bonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram in New Braunfels, where price is different. I love Clarence Kalig. He owns this this dealership. He owns the Kalig Auto Group. Clarence is a great, great guy, believes in taking care of his employees and his customers. And he'll take care of you. And, and so will Steve. He's the general manager up there. And Taylor and the entire team at uh, Blue Bonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram in New Braunfels will take care of 
of you. With this rank, meaning they're the number one volume truck dealer in Texas, comes privileges. And the fact that Blue Bonnet is the largest Ram dealer in Texas, they receive more inventory from the factory. So that means a larger selection for you. If you can't find what you're looking for on the lot, you can pick it out, put your name on it. It'll be here in a couple of weeks instead of, you know, like some of these places are up to a year. You order the vehicle, you got to wait a year. Now with Blue Bonnet, no way. Now's a great time to buy. It is truck month. You can choose from a huge selection of new trucks, cars, SUVs, super low, no hassle, posted pricing. More are arriving every day. So feel free to shop in person in New Braunfels. That's what I like to do. I like to like, go there and get my hands on it, right? Online, you can do it by phone. You can custom order it, and they'll bring it to your front door. You know, Blue Bonnet is all about the prices, the difference. That's Blue Bonnet, Chrysler. Doc- 8747. This is Joe Reinagle celebrating 100 years of service. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. They've been described as being on the outside of the culture looking in through the glass. But they don't just want to come in. They want to come in and be able to punch people in the face and walk around and laugh about it and not have anyone be able to stop them. Shut up, you whack job (laughs) woman. Shut up. All right, Joe, more Joe Reed for you. Okay, it's Warren Reimer. What were you saying about shantytowns along the border? Oh, I'm just I'm just watching Fox 29 here, and they were they did some shots along the border there, and you have actual shant. I mean, we've had these before, but now it's worse. You have these massive shanty towns that are rising along the river there, and it's like this whole other this this country. We have this other country that is basically growing off the spine of America, and and it, it, it's it's just it's going to get worse, and it's just crazy looking. They're shanty towns. It's what they are. They're yep. massive shanty towns of tents and homemade structures along the river there that people are living in it's it's, yep. it's crazy well you know i got several things about that too i wanted to mention first of all his name was bishop evans hey joe yes. call his grandparents his grandparents were on tv yesterday joanne johnson and her husband said it didn't matter your nationality how you look your color hair that's who my baby was he was going to take care of you and these guys were alleged narcotics traffickers his name bishop evans joe call his grandparents you know do the right thing and 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 express your condolences on behalf of the united states the other thing is the Biden administration doesn't want to limit illegal immigration they want it to run more smoothly so people inside of the department of homeland security are now reaching out to say they are acting like a travel agency a full service travel agency so these people get here and they say where would you like to go would you like to go by airplane or bus and then they make the arrangements they give them food they make the arrangements just like a travel agency uh, does for for the illegal immigrants. But here's another thing that really gets you. The number of illegal immigrants living in the United States increased by a million under Joe Biden's administration's first year, costing us an additional $9.4 billion with a B. So the funding is illegal immigrants imposing a net fiscal burden of $143.1 billion plus, and then you put the $9.4 billion on top of that. So now we're up to, you know, close to $160 billion that taxpayers are paying for these illegal immigrants that are living here. California's number one with 3.3. Texas number two with 2.2. Florida number three with 1.1 in how many illegal immigrants live in those states. But here's what I want. There's a point I wanted to make, Sean, and then get you to riff on this. What I'm hearing now from parents, from uh, school uh, administrators, and from people at hospitals, we have so been overrun. And remember, 
we're not the title 42 hadn't gone away yet so we're not having the 30,000 a day approximately between 750 and a million a month we start to expect now that's going to start flowing into the country that hasn't happened yet but right now Sean hospitals the emergency rooms are overrun they were before and uh, with, with with people, the waits there were, were crazy. Now, with the new influx of all the new illegals who have come into the country, you, as a taxpayer, you go to the hospital to get a, a, an emergency taken care of in the emergency room. Not only are you waiting the you know before uh, this big rush of illegals, you were waiting for you know a couple hours, three hours to get in. Now that time has been doubled or tripled because of all the illegals who are in the hospital now. Also, kids yeah, in schools. That's, that's a problem. We, <laughs> we have to educate every kid. That's what the law says. We have to educate right. every child. So what's happening now, a classroom that used to be capped at 22 is now up to 50 or more kids in one classroom. Most of them cannot speak English. So these t- teachers are having to spend more time teaching the children who can't speak English. And American ch- kiddos, the, 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 the kiddos of tax-paying moms and dads, are not getting an education now because they're having to focus so much time on the illegals in the classroom. Go for it. Yeah, I mean it's and, and guess and your government's doing this on purpose. Your government is has created this crisis. Your government is doing this on purpose to you, to this country for political reasons. I mean, I said it the other day. It's just that cheap. There's no depth to it. There's no, you know. I mean, you talk about revolutions from history. There, there, even though a lot of it was BS, there was always some sort of high-minded intellectual notion attached to it about revolution and the way people should live. This is really just about votes. It's really just about importing votes. That's all it's about. It's no deeper than that. And and they are. They're they're. This, it's going to destroy this country. Uh, you know, I mean, Americans who yeah pay their fair share to use their own stinking language. Who who. Go to work every day and pay a buttload of taxes on everything from a gallon of gas to your own income uh, are, are funding the destruction of this country. And, 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 you know, let alone all the people who are dying or, or whose lives are being destroyed in the process of that. And, and your government doesn't care because all your government cares about is that they think they can win elections this way. They think there is a political advantage to having an open border. Uh, and and I, I think they kind of screwed it up this time because they continue to blame Trump and the problems they inherited, but people aren't that stupid. They remember how things were under Donald Trump. And as far as the emergency rooms, yeah, you, you ain't seen nothing yet because you know what? Mm-hmm. I've waited in an emergency room. It ain't no mm-hmm. three hours prior to this. It's more like five or six or seven hours as God. it was before. I know because Ugh. I waited in one for seven hours. Ugh. All right, you add a whole bunch of people, illegal immigrants, who that's their primary source of health care is to hit the emergency Correct. room, and you Correct. might have people waiting days to get a room or to get admitted or to, to get care. In my opinion, it's you yes. know it's all it's already a problem because of COVID. it's not just your opinion. That's what they're telling me. People who work yeah. in those emergency rooms, they're telling yeah, me that it's madness. You know, oh god. So I and and. You know what? What's to, the the only way anything is going to be done about it is through political change in this country. There, this this crowd 
that is running things right now, they're not going to do anything about it. They want this. They created this. And I think that's the sick and grotesque part of this whole problem is that it's a crisis we didn't have. Greg Abbott said it. This is not a, and you said it, this is not a tornado. This is not a hurricane. This is not a flood. This is not a crisis. Or maybe it was, it was Riccardi, actually. This, this is not a, a crisis that that was an act of God that we couldn't, you know, uh, that we just have to deal with because it came our way. This didn't have to be. This right. crisis on the border did not have to be. It we, we had the border fairly tight prior to Joe Biden getting into office. And in a week, in a week, he created this crisis, basically, by rolling back you his know, policies. I just I just got to think that when uh, uh, you know when mom and dad have to take their kid to the to the emergency room and you got to wait for six seven eight ten hours whatever because you're right the primary care physician for the illegal aliens coming to the country is the emergency room they don't call up right. Doctor Jones you know make an appointment they go straight to the emergency room and they get the care for free well it, it, so they they do that you know Johnny falls off the the swing set breaks his arm or something like that and he's got to go to the emergency room and you got to sit there with Johnny for ten twelve hours because the room is full of illegal aliens or johnny goes to school and comes home and and you say how was your day at school what did you learn he said nothing you know teacher was busy w- with all those other children that just moved in right. uh that has to be that has to be a wake-up call for parents parents have got to know have got to see that because it's affecting not only their lives and the lives of the nation but their children's lives now we're sacrificing the future of our children for a, an open door policy, so the Democrats can have voters. That's insanity. Insanity. That's what it is. And and thank God, you know, at least we have a governor who gives a damn and is trying to do something. You know, because you you can't you, you can know the problems there as a citizen, but we have preciously little ability to do anything about it when the federal government has created it and wants it and encourages it. You know, I mean, what's to be done other than a switch of leadership? I mean, to me, this is impeachable. <laughs> you know, I mean, Absolutely. This crisis on the border is impeachable. Absolutely. This is harming the American people. These are the actions of this administration and this president. You know, but it ain't going to happen. Hunter Biden well, will end up in jail before that happens, and he ain't going to jail true. ever. That's true. Uh, you know, I've made the claim on the impeachable offense. He took an oath of office to protect and defend the sovereignty of the United States. And he did, the first thing he did was collapse the sovereignty of our country by opening yeah. up the border. We're not a sovereign nation. And so he can be impeached for that. But, you know, you got to have Republicans or somebody that's willing to do it. All right, quick break. Last segment. Where-